0: Welcome to The Pemberley Podcast, a podcast where we discuss modern-day Jane Austen adaptations.
1: Now covering Emma Approved, I'm Jillian Davis. I'm Yolanda Rodriguez. Keep up with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Pemberley. You can help support our running costs on patreon.com slash thepemberley. And if you have any questions or comments, email us at thePemberleyPodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pemberley podcast, which this week we have a very special episode for you all. We got to interview and talk to Dayan Hutton. Woohoo! She was great. She was lovely. Hi, Dayan. We recently got the sad news that unfortunately Emma proved is not continuing on, but we were very fortunate to have Dayan on to talk about both season one of Emma and season two of Emma to kind of hear about both experiences and what that was like to play a character again after five years
0: yeah and she had a lot of great insight into sort of how everything changed and whatnot yeah so without further ado here's our interview with Dan Hutton Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We have a very special guest today. You know her from Life is Strange, and she played Harriet Smith in Emma Approved. Please welcome, Dan Hutton. Yay! Hey, guys. <laughs> it's good to be here. Hello. Welcome. I like your glasses. Thank you. I have like five pairs.
2: I have a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you have a problem. You have five awesome glasses.
2: <laughs> True. I'm making a fashion statement.
0: It's great. I love it. All right. Let's start at the very beginning. All right. Uh, What brought you out to Los Angeles?
2: Well, I'm actually originally from uh, Orange County, so it wasn't a far move. Mm. Even though I, I went to school in Chicago and then came back, so it, it was a far move, but... <laughs> I've been acting my whole life, and I went to school in Chicago with a major in theater emphasis and performance. And I did struggle with, will I, am I going to stay in Chicago because there's a lot of theater, and I had made so many connections, or do I move to L.A.? And I had a teacher that was like, mm, you can always move back to Chicago if mm-hmm. it, like, doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> I was like, you're brilliant. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, and I just felt like, I don't know, it's stupid and, like, Not true, I'm sure, but I felt like, oh, I'm 22, and I still look like I could be in high school. Like, this is my best chance in Hollywood. Like, I'm over 18, but I can play younger, and, like, if I'm going to make it, it's going to be in this time window. (laughs) So I moved, originally just moved home but then was working on a film called GBF in LA. I was doing extra work, but I was up here like eight days out of the first 10 I was home. And wow. I was just like, okay, I'm a move. The drive is a killer. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I had a friend from college who needed a roommate because she had someone back out, and it was a really good deal. So I was just looked at my parents, and I was like, no, you guys were excited for me to come home, but
1: mm, bye.
2: <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, that's how that went.
0: That's cool. So how long after you moved back from college was it when you booked Emma Proof?
2: I actually got really lucky. It was probably my, it was my first year up here. Oh, great. Um, wow. So... I get frustrated sometimes. I'm like, gosh, it feels like this is the only thing I've done, but I got really lucky right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have to wait a long time for something like that, and I just kind of like did it and then kind of went back to where I was and have been figuring it out from there.
0: (laughs) We're all just figuring it out. It's true.
2: It's true. We're all, (laughs) yes, I'm kind of like blindly running into walls figuring (laughs) it out.
0: Um, So that's funny. So you were, like, an actual, like, 22-year-old recent grad playing, like, a 22-year-old recent college grad. Oh,
2: absolutely. I read the character description, and I was like, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's 23 and enthusiastic, and, and and says awkward. That's me. That is me. And actually, like, in the audition, I was so nervous just because of audition nerves. I did it, and they were kind of like cool she's not like being awkward she just naturally is awkward she's not trying to be awkward does that make sense and in my head I was like oh, oh my god that makes sense That's me I was just nervous I'm sorry I'm sorry yes I get it that's me I can do this so I actually got to do it again Bernie tells the story all the time he, they only showed in the second take because they were like mm, this girl does not get it in the first <laughs> take <laughs> <laughs> like literally the, he said told me someone wrote like doesn't get it in oh, their notes no. and then I did it again and then they were like oh wait <laughs> so god bless the Pemberley team for giving me a second chance and thank you to any time you get a second read through because a lot of times for me personally like that first read is just like so full of nerves mm. I haven't only quite
0: figured out how to shake that off <laughs> oh boy so how did you get involved like how'd you find out about the part how'd you get involved
2: my manager representation. He he got me the audition, but I do believe it was posted on just the regular actors' access as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get it through him.
0: That's cool. So it was just sort of sent to you, and you just read for it, and then yeah, history was made. <laughs>
2: yeah, he sent me the audition, and I of course I freaked out because. I loved Pride and Prejudice in high school, and so I was like, Jane Austen, I can be in a Jane Austen story, that's amazing, and I had actually been shown by a really close friend of mine, he had showed me Lizzie Bennett Diaries when it first came out, and he was like, I really think you'll like this, and me, being the like intense book snob I was, I like watched the first few episodes, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I get it, Like, but no. (laughs) And then I got the audition, and I was like, oh my god, I know what this is, and then proceeded to binge watch the whole series before my audition, and I was like, why did I think this was bad? This is brilliant. (laughs) This is amazing. What's wrong with me?
0: That's so funny. So is Pride and Prejudice your favorite Jane Austen book?
2: At the time, it was the only one I'd read. Okay. Since then, I've read Pride and Prejudice and Emma. Ooh. And... I read Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters. Oh, so nice. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I I read yeah, I read The Pride and Prejudice and Zombies one is too. Oh, that's <laughs> too. Cool. Pride and Prejudice is still my favorite. I mean, I read it my freshman year in, in high school and uh had to read it like before my freshman year. It was like summer reading. Mm. And I'm the nerd that like some of my favorite books are from my required reading in high school. Mm-hmm. So ha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Do you what is your favorite like Jane Austen adaptation? Like movie, book, anything. TV show, Ooh. web series, whatever.
2: Well, I mean I obviously am prejudice <laughs> to our adaptation of Emma. But man, there's a special place in my heart for that Kieran Knightley Pre- Prejudice movie. Like, come on, they nailed that.
1: They nailed it. They did. <laughs> we are fans of that one as well. I think it's a controversial <laughs> opinion. Because it is in the Jane Austen is fandom. It really? Yeah. I mean, it is in the Jane Austen community and fandom. Like that one is like a point of like. We don't talk about that one. It, it is a weird thing. I mean, but it is, I feel like
2: they, they didn't change the story.
1: No. I no. think what they I,
0: did was sort of cut out a lot of like tertiary characters. It's a very yeah. condensed
1: version of yeah. the book. And I think for me, I've said this before, but for me, it was my entry into like Jane Austen. Me yeah, too. I think it, it is a bit more of a, like. A two hour movie versus an eight hour miniseries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, a yeah bit of an it's easier entry. I think it be.
2: should be appreciated for being like, yeah, it's people's entryway, or even if pe- people never read the book afterwards or got more into it, they liked the movie. Yeah. And that's something. Yeah, yeah. And they like proper version. Like, nothing was drastically changed. No. So, the words are I still the you same. Be thanked for that. Yes, That's <laughs> my opinion.
0: So, if you could play any other character in the Jane Austen universe, who would it be and why?
2: Oh man, now I wish I knew more of the stories. I have like a whole like the anthology of like all of them.
0: I've got that too.
2: I never got through it because like I got it, then college hit, and I didn't have a life. <laughs> now I never read. It's all that. I mean, I, it would be awesome to play Elizabeth Bennet. She's mm. just a great character. Yeah, she, yeah. Yes. So I'll, I'll go with that for now, with my limited knowledge.
0: I love it. Did you have while playing Harriet? Did you have a favorite Harriet moment?
2: Oh, there were many. (laughs) She's just such a fun character to breathe life into, um, or step into, rather. I didn't really have to do much. (laughs) (laughs) I put together, like, an acting reel of Emma because it was such a long thing. There was so much in it. And I have a little montage of, like... All just the ridiculously awkward things she did. Like the pen snap at the very beginning, like when Emma's on the phone and talking and snaps and she tries oh, yeah. to imitate it, that. and like a little awkward curtsy to Elton and uh what else? The shoot, like walking in the high heels, and then I did love going to bring Izzy the coffee and then like her leaving and turning right back around. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. There's just so much fun stuff with that. It's it's really hard to pick a moment. I'm sure there is one. From this new stuff, I loved the the mantra in the car. That oh. was a lot of fun to do. I honestly wish we had gotten to do more takes. Not because I'm unhappy with what came out, just because it was so fun.
0: Yes, it's something that we all need to incorporate into our lives. Mm-hmm. I think absolutely. And like, did you did you ever have a favorite Harriet and B-Mart moment when like from the original Emma? We'll break this down to OG Emma. Oh yeah, and Emma 2.0. Yeah, because we've got questions. <laughs>
2: I mean, how do you really top the crane, Mm. make a crane? How many
0: of those cranes did you make?
2: I feel like the team made about 500, and like fans made the rest. I think that's about true,
0: because I know they had help at VidCon.
2: Yeah, there was the booth at VidCon, and then I think some other people made some and sent them in or oh. I'm not I'm not sure but yeah that definitely happened um there was a lot of fan help I made like 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we had one go at that and yeah. that was fun and I'm like I'm not trying to like challenge my boyfriend but it's probably like the most romantic thing that (laughs) that has like happened and it wasn't real life because like a thousand paper cranes rained down on us so It's a pretty I'm not, and I'm not saying my boyfriend's not romantic.
0: <laughs> you know, not
2: trying to throw you under any buses.
0: Brent told us the same thing. <laughs> that it was like the most romantic thing he'd ever heard of and it wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Acting. That's funny. <laughs> no, it's fine. Fiction just sets the bar really high and then it's like, oh, hello, real world. You're not that. So uh, let's see. We've got some fan questions oh, for yes. you. So uh, from Instagram... Laura Erica Pryor wants to know what parts of Harriet's character did you keep from the book, and what did you feel you should change?
2: Honestly, um, I feel like instead of her being kind of ignorant to like this quote-unquote high class world, she's just new and awkward. So I think a lot of the like, I think in the book she's a little more not I don't want to say simple. But the Emma Proved Harriet, I think, has a higher intelligence level there, and the, the kind of interactions and personality um, comes out with the awkwardness, and I don't think it really changed. It just changed, like, where things came from, but not the result, mm. I think. No, I like
0: that. That's yeah. Very true. I haven't read Emma, but I've seen the Gwyneth Paltrow version movie, Mm -hmm. and I hope that that's accurate, because that's all I have.
2: (laughs) Yeah, um, I can't, I've seen that one, and I can't remember. I think so. She's just very, like, happy to please Emma in every way, because like, similar, like, because of who she is, Mm -hmm. but she, like, doesn't know any better. And I guess that's true as well. It's like, for the book, it's like, she doesn't know any better about society and the way people behave, whereas this is just like, tell me how to do my job. Mm -hmm. And Thanks for the confidence. Whereas, like, I don't know if Emma in the book really gives Harriet confidence. That relationship definitely is different. There's more there, I think. That's
0: true. That's true. Abby L.A. Meek wants to know, what was the most difficult scene for you to shoot? Mm. Old and new.
2: Okay. Nothing was really difficult to shoot. I think the difficulty lied in how many episodes we were squeezing into two days. Mm -hmm. And like that could make things difficult. And then I couldn't tell you when or where it happened, but like it's, it happens on sets and someone gets in a giggle fit and it just keeps going and you can't get things done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you think of any specific moments when that happened?
2: Not really. It's, it's, it's not really, it, it wasn't really specific to scenes in particular. It would just be like, it's the end of the day. Oh, um, yeah. And that's why I loved, they, they, they didn't finish out with the last few months but they like had blooper reels going Mm -hmm. which is like a very accurate depiction of like what was going on the rest of the time (laughs) yeah it just it wasn't hard like Working with Joanna is amazing. Like, everyone there is amazing to work with, so, like, nothing was difficult. So, like, maybe the crane, like, orchestrating the cranes? How was that
0: orchestrated? Because you had, like, a ribbon in your hand. Did that do anything? No,
2: it didn't. (laughs) It was taped to the desk, and there was a person on a ladder up above, I think, who, like, ripped down the thing they had put, and they were supposed to... See my movement, you can see in the take, I, like, do it a few times, and yeah. I am like, oh my god! So yeah, so that, and, like, it's just all, all silly stuff, like, carrying a bunch of things around, but, it, but that's fun, because I had an awkward character, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to look like I was doing a good job.
1: <laughs>
0: were you sort of, like, teetering in the high heels? Was that you, or were you faking teetering?
2: I had to fake that, and that, because I was like, honestly, so... I have small feet for my height and Joanna's feet were like are like two sizes bigger than me which actually made it easier to walk in her shoes cuz my feet were like so far in like it was I was like this is really easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And I actually like there's at least one comment on that video that's like I can't walk in heels at all, and she totally can. She's so faking it, and I was Whoa. like, oh, "Look, I'm acting and doing my best. Like, can we calm down, please? I'm so I'm sorry that I've offended you by not walking badly enough in these shoes, but I'm trying. It's
0: very funny. No, it's a good life skill to have. You sure walk in
2: heels. Yeah, and like my feet were like so. Yeah, they were just they were. I'm and I'm not. Not saying you have huge feet, Joanna. <laughs> just saying mine are like unusually small for my height, and so they were like we're in there, and I was just like, "Well, damn, this is really easy. Mm-hmm. This this
0: shouldn't be I'm, like stuck in these down here." <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very funny. Uh, let's see. Whatever doesn't kill me <laughs> says best advice you remember from Emma.
2: I love the scene with it's actually with Knightley um, after Caroline is, uh, biatch. (laughs) Harry's like, what would Emma do? And he's like, forget about what Emma would do. Like, what would Harry do? And that whole scene, just like, like, um, believing in yourself kind of thing. And I'm blanking on the exact quote, but, um, there was like, I think people have like made memes of it or there's definitely like a gif of it out there. It was just so real. I was like, this is, you're right. (laughs) What would I do? I, I matter, I matter, okay. Oh, because
0: there, I think there were a lot of really good life lessons in Emma, you know?
2: Yeah, there were. And um definitely the confidence stuff. I exaggerated the lack of confidence for Harriet, but, I mean, I, I, I as a person work on it as well. So it's always, it's nice. It's good. There's good stuff in there. Yeah. Gems. <laughs> you
0: learn stuff. It's educational programming.
2: Nuggets of knowledge.
0: (laughs) Uh, Katrina says, what is your favorite episode of Emma Approved? How was the transition for Harriet from season one to season two? I still love
2: the episode where after Knightley's left after Box Hill and Harriet's answering all the phones and then goes in with Emma and she's like eating the ice cream and Harriet's trying to cheer her up and you know, kind of takes on an Emma attitude to try and help get her out of a funk. That was just a really nice scene to film because by that point, Joanna and I had become such good friends. And so that was just like a really nice, fun scene to do where you got to see um, Harriet and Emma being such good friends as well. And you got to see Harriet taking care of Emma instead. And there's a lot of fun with that scene. And just and watching Joanna genuinely cry mm. over getting upset about all the trees she killed, with tissues, was like... So wonderful. I was just <laughs> like, ah, I love you. <laughs> and the transition. Like Harriet's so close to me. It was just like, oh, pop back in. And then it kind of felt like a little bit of a regression in some confidence and awkwardness just because of the relationship status with her and b mm-hmm. So like some of that awkwardness and a lack of confidence came back in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But there really was no issue for transition, I don't think for any of us it was just like cool. Our friends are back.
0: <laughs> oh, that's nice. So from farah t- on Twitter, how does it feel to play Harriet again after such a long time?
2: Amazing. I mean, amaz- I love that girl. She's so much fun, and I guess it's funny because she's a lot like me. I think it's I think it's getting to be her, and then with all the other characters is the best part because I could just you know be Harriet, but it's. Being Harriet with Emma and Alex and
0: Weemart—that's mm. really awesome. And also, how long have you been playing the ukulele, and what was your favorite? What is your favorite song to play?
2: I started playing the ukulele back, I guess, in like 2010. I had gotten one, and then went to study abroad in Ireland, and my best friend there had one, and she like taught me some stuff, and then I went back home and tried to learn. And I am not proficient by any means. I honestly live, have barely picked it up in like the last five years god maybe like here and there maybe more like last three years i've barely picked it up i do love what do i love playing i love playing i play uh what is an ingrid michaelson song the way way i am am. thank you thank (laughs) you i love playing that one and then the one my friend taught me which is uh i've got some troubles that they won't last i'm gonna stay right it's in the Five Hundred Days of Summer soundtrack.
0: Okay. I remember
2: that. Uh Sugar Town. There. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was the karaoke song that she sang yeah. in the movie. Yeah.
2: That's also I like playing that because that's what my friend taught me and it's like three chords and I don't oh. need to look at sheet music. Oh Whereas like heard. everything else I need I need music in front of me.
0: So <laughs> did you way. have to like refresh your memory when you uh played the ukulele for Emma approved?
2: Not really, because, like, in that time period, I was playing it more. And, like, I suggested the ukulele thing, so I I hope I was able to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have screwed myself over a bit there. <laughs> but, yeah, but I I did, like, have sessions with Bernie's cousin who wrote all the music. Like, we'd get together, and she'd help me, like, learn it. And then she'd usually come in the day of shooting and, like, go over it again with me. Because I usually only had, like, three days. Oh, wow. Four days. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, you sure I can't have the music in front of me? (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Oh, Oh, I I think. No, no, no. I did. I did have the music in front of me. But, like sometimes there were just, like, progressions or notes where I would, like, get it wrong every time. Oh, no boy. And then, then I'd get frustrated, and then I'd get yeah. worse at playing it, and I was like, don't look at me!
1: <laughs> well,
0: you eventually got it. Just
2: most great. Most of the time.
0: <laughs> and also, Ashley from Twitter wants to know, in what ways are you like Harriet, and how are you different from her?
2: Most of the ways I'm like Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> if you, like, take everything and then dial it back some... It's, like, pretty much there. I, I always say, like, I am Harriet, but for Emma, I just amped up the awkward and, and um, took away a lot of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> and there she is. Wow. And then she, like, she got more confident and, like, I wouldn't say less awkward as it went on, but more confident for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it. It was, it was pretty close to home. <laughs> that's good.
0: All right let's talk about Emma 2.0. 2.0. All right. We are very sorry that it's like not going to continue anymore.
2: Same, same. It's fine. I've cried. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh. So what was your sort of favorite part about this new adaptation? Just sort of tell us about like how you found out about it and like how you came to be a part of it and what got started, et cetera.
2: Yeah, well, honestly, like, Bernie's been trying to keep Emma going or bring it back in some fashion, like, since we stopped. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of been, like, we knew he was trying. And, like, but nothing more than that. I've just, I've been in communication with Bernie just in general over things. And, yeah, it was just really exciting to be like, oh, my God, we, we're really, we're really doing this. That's awesome. Cool. Great let's go. What was like the first table read like getting all together? Amazing. (laughs) It was so cool. Like it was just unbelievable. Like, oh my God, here we all are again doing this thing that we loved five years ago. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah. It was just incredible to be back. Everyone was excited and happy to be there. So it was just, it was really cool.
0: Were you really excited for like the LBD Emma-approved mashup because Collins was the first client?
2: Yes, but that was more of, I mean, I watched it, love Collins, but I was just like, Max is going to be on set with us! Hey, I love you, Max! And, like, it was just so funny hanging out with Max. I was like, it's cool that Mr. Collins is here, but did you know Maxwell Glick is here? <laughs> like, he's such a great human, and I rarely get to spend time with him, so just Aww. getting to be around him for, like, that long and acting with him was so much fun.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Did you guys have any favorite on-set moments making the revival?
2: It was definitely fun filming that um, fight scene mm. in the kitchen <laughs> yeah.
0: we watched that right before you came in and I wanted to ask you about it specifically so let's talk about it yes. my heart was shattered because yes. you guys were like so hard on each other yes. I think it broke, I don't think I'm speaking on behalf of the fans as sure. myself with my own opinions of like it's funny because like, when it first started when the revival started we were like B. Martin and Harriet aren't together, I don't know did it also break your heart to see that B. Martin and Harriet weren't a thing?
2: I mean yeah But it was, I don't know, it was, it was more of just like, I don't know if it broke my heart, but it more of was just like, oh wow, like, ooh, like, where are we taking this? (laughs) It was like intriguing for for me as an actor. So I actually, not to again throw someone under the bus. (laughs) I, I fought Brent for the, um, Elton line to stay in because he wanted to change it because he was like, it's five years ago, like, it doesn't matter, like, it's not relevant anymore. And I was like, <clears throat> <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> like, I read that, in the, that s- script, and that line, I literally gasped out loud. Yeah. And was, like, personally offended when I, as an actor, read that line. I was like, this is effective. You can't leave this yeah. out. I was like, you have, to, I want this in. Believe me. You're going to tell me that uh, you're, like, you've never been in a relationship where someone did something forever ago and you get in a fight and you don't bring it
1: up? <laughs> like, he's been holding on to that line for, for like, five, five years. years. And just, like, waiting to throw it at, <laughs> at Harry yeah, at the right moment. Like, I think,
2: yeah, he uh, yeah he didn't think b would do that. And I was like, b is drunk. <laughs> b is sad. b is angry. b would do that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, that was so much fun. Because it wasn't hard to, like, react to that line. Because, like, oh, no, you just did not do that. Like, what? No. (laughs) You do not say that name in this household. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: sacrilege. Yeah. Uh, I had a... Because you mentioned the cheese being... Or you mentioned the cheese being in your apartment. And I'm just wondering. Do you think there's, like, boxes of cheese just in Harriet's apartment? I
2: question that. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, ew. Like... (laughs) This is not five years, really. Yeah. Uh, but I had already fought for one thing, so
0: yeah. <laughs> I was like, you "Lay all your cards." Pick your yeah, i
2: picked my battle. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's like saved the boxes for like memory's sake, sure, and she's I just like being dramatic about
1: it. Yeah, just, like
2: a shrine <laughs> to the nacho cheese he won. Like I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So since Emma two has now concluded yes. at Collins. Can you give us any info about, like, what would have happened after that? I don't know.
2: I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. Oh,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I knew, so, like, I know I'm I'm sad because, like, Brent kept saying that one of the potential arcs of, like, which way it went or, like, whenever it got there that there, like, was going to be, a, like, the whole month of B. Martin and Harriet was going to be, like, Super fun to film. It's gonna be really awkward because they were like gonna be stuck together, like sorting boxes and files, like all month basically. Oh wow! And so I was really looking forward to filming all those scenes with Brent because we like we really work well together. Mm -hmm. So I'm really sad that that's not happening because I was like, yes, that sounds amazing. (laughs) Because you know, it's like it's it's like friends. Like Ross and Rachel had to break up if the series was gonna keep going. Like Mm. you can't people can't just get happy and stay happy if the series keeps going then there's nothing to root for so so i was like looking forward to seeing like where that all would go and how it would pan out and i guess it's up to fanfic writers now
0: (laughs) i was very much looking forward to be martin Harriet getting back together
2: yeah sorry fans (laughs) it's like that's how i feel like with the conclusion of the original series like the book ended, we were done, it was a natural ending, mm-hmm. it was like a good goodbye to the characters, and this time around it's kind of like, we got them back so briefly, and then the characters were just like, whisked away, and it's like, oh, goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, yes, it is up to fanfic writers now, yeah. and that's fine, it can be just as valid. Exactly, <laughs> very true. Alright, so, what are you up to now? I um, I stream
2: on Twitch a lot now, yeah, okay. um, I stream like three times a week. I would mention the video game, but that was also, like, four years ago now, so it's not relevant either. But I'm um, this whole month of December, I am doing an event I'm calling Happy Hella Days, and I am playing all Life is Strange-related content all month and, like, doing other things. Like, I'm doing a cooking stream and cooking, like, food from Life is Strange, and oh, on Monday my um, friend who's a makeup artist is turning me into, like comic book version of my character, Kate Marsh. Um, so fun things like that. So that's, that's kind of nonsense i get up to (laughs) on the internet these days (laughs) other than that tony and i filmed the a pilot for the spinoff of the middle that didn't get picked up oh Oh my gosh gosh. they're still trying to shop it around so like i guess there's a really small chance you could see us in that if it ever gets picked up on tv yeah
1: Yeah. with um sue the sue spinoff yeah
2: yeah Yeah. the sue heck spinoff so we were really excited for that and then we were like oh and then it got canceled, and I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> you never know, though. Sad week for me.
2: <laughs> but that's the business. That's how it goes, and that's fine. I signed up for it. So, you know, you get your moment to be really devastated, and then you go, okay, next. <laughs> sure. I can't stay here. Okay, next. Yeah, thank <laughs> you, That, I think, is it right now. Just Twitch.
1: It's really fun. Come hang out with me. It's great. What got you started streaming on Twitch?
2: It's kind of two two things. I found out mm, like a year and a half ago that you could stream. I knew about Twitch, but I knew about it just as video games.
1: Right.
2: And then I found out you could stream other stuff, and I was like, oh, my God. Wouldn't it be so cool if, like, once a month I streamed a board game night with, like, different groups of people? Like, you know, one one board game night is with, like, Emma-approved people. And another board game night is, like, with my, like, Life is Strange friends. And another board game night is with my cosplay friends. That would be the best. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know how to set this up. <laughs> it was Tony who was like, well, I streamed on Twitch for a little bit. I know how to set you up to play a video game. Why don't you just start with that and like play your like play life is strange and then we can figure out the video game thing and so that's what we did and it went so well and I was so shocked I've never done anything that has had such a quick and positive response and so I was like well shit (laughs) like this is working I'm having fun they're having fun I'm just gonna keep doing this until you know one or both of us is no longer having fun anymore (laughs) And it's kind of just grown from there, and I'm still having fun, and I'm actually, you know, using it as um, one of my sources of income at this point, which is amazing. Yeah. Way better than the things I was doing before. Um, (laughs) So it was like the combination of being in the video game, I got lucky that I like had like, you guys with your podcast like a built-in audience. They were like, oh, my God, Like the car- a voice actor from the game is playing the game. Like, yeah. they've been wanting it.
1: Oh, cool. So I
2: went and did that, and now I stream three times a week. Great. Right. <laughs> cool. That's
1: you, exciting. Did you start with Life is Strange? I did. Or have you done, like, other games since? Too? I have.
2: Yeah, I've done cool. a bunch of games, but I, I did Life is Strange – that first, like, right when I started, and then I just re, just recently, um, I'm an ambassador for a, a program called Take This, which helps with mental health awareness in, like, the gaming community. Oh, cool. And as an ambassador, we do, like, a stream quarterly for them to raise money. So I decided that I was gonna dress up like Kate Marsh and stream through all five episodes. It <laughs> oh, took 13 hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was tired, (laughs) but we raised, like, over $2,000, so I was really proud of that. Um, I try and do do charity streams every once in a while. Like, I just did one for the fires. I figure, like, Mm. I have this community and this platform and these really awesome community members who are incredibly generous with donations. So I really, I love giving back every once in a while. It's like, look, I can I can help. It's yeah. so nice
0: feeling that way. Well, where can people find you? Where can they follow you online?
2: All over the internet. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Dayan Hutton. Both Instagram and my Twitch are Daybraham underscore Lincoln um, with a D-A-Y-E. And then... I mean, like, I have a Facebook fan page, but who uses Facebook anymore? <laughs> and I have a website at Diane Hutton. Oh, and you can find me on the Nerd Noir podcast, oh. Harley Homan, Hooman, H-O-O-M-A-N. <laughs> I play the villain. Oh, very cool. Ooh. Yeah, so that's super fun. I think we just recorded the last episode of the season. Um, there's about, like, 11 episodes um, Ten out currently, and uh, Paula Rhodes is also part of that. Oh, nice. From our good friends over at Peter and Wendy, yeah, yeah she is yeah. in it as well. That's very yeah. really exciting. Yeah, it's, I've been having a lot of fun with that too. All right, thanks for talking to us. Thanks, thanks for you. having me. It's awesome.
0: This episode has been
1: Pemberley Podcast Pemberley. approved. Podcast approved.